You're listening to episode nine of the STEM Space, where I will be sitting down with our friend and Sphero hero, Aspen Meineke, to talk all things Sphero. Let's dive in. Welcome to the STEM Space, hosted by Vivify co-founders Claire and Natasha, two aerospace engineers turned educators, sharing our passion for all things STEM. Check us out at vivifystem.com. Hey, Aspen. I'm so glad you're joining us on the podcast today. First off, I want you to explain to our listeners who you are and what your background is. Yeah, thanks for having me, Claire. My name is Aspen Meineke. I'm the CIS site coordinator, where we run after-school STEM programs focused around like hands-on engineering design challenges and like space-themed programming. And I'm also a Sphero hero. And so Sphero Hero Program is basically an educational ambassador for Sphero Robotics, in case you haven't heard of it, is one of the best like STEM educational ro- robots out there. I'm really like passionate about using their products. I've been using them for over like four or five years now. That is so cool. Yes, yeah, Sphero Robotics are my favorite robots to use. I mainly have used the Spark and the Bolt. So Tell me how you became a Sphero hero. Yeah, so my journey with Sphero started about like the end of 2016. I was running a summer camp and I was asked to do computer science and robotics. And I was given a Sphero robot. And it's if you've ever seen a Sphero robot, it's completely different from what you like stereotypically think of robotics. Like I my mind goes to like Vex kits or like something that looks like, you know, Wally like a rover style and so when they gave me like this Sphero robot I was like what on earth is this like how does this even work and you know after a while I kind of learned how to use it and just the possibilities of being able like really use it in the classroom with a variety of grade levels the camp I taught was second grade all the way through 12th grade and so I was really able to utilize kind of the power of using Sphero with like little elementary school kids all the way to students that were beginning to learn programming and went in more of like a real world learning experience. And then from there, I just really been like just passionate about their products. And when I got to CIS, we started using them and I was totally like the Sphero lead. And I was, you know, creating a bunch of activities and really integrating them into all of our curriculum. And then they launched a marketing campaign for their very first ambassador program. And I knew I had to apply. And I, yeah, I created a video and applied and I got in. I've been a Sphero Hero since 2017. So it's been a while now and it's been just a really awesome ride uh, collaborating and working with the Sphero team. That is so cool. Yeah, it's definitely been a big asset to your programming, I think, with all the your Sphero knowledge. So which Sphero robots have you used? So I've used the Sphero like Spark Plus. I've used the Bolt. Um, I've played around a little bit with the RVR, but I haven't really used it in like an educational setting. But that yeah, that's a pretty cool, a uh, pretty cool new robot that they have. That is a neat one, and that's the one that kind of rides like a rover, right? It's so it's more like what you would think as a robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more of yeah, like the stereotypical, I guess, what you think of a robot being for sure. So, what are some of the activities that you do with? the spark plus and the bolt yeah so i guess it when it comes down to activities it really depends on you know what i want the students to learn and the type of environment you know i'm using it in for classroom wise i love to really use it as a way to get kids excited about stem at the beginning of the school year because i really want them to associate like this feral robot not 
because especially when you think about computer science and coding, kids can be really intimidated and just frustrated of this foreign language of just all these like letters and numbers streamed together that they get frustrated and they kind of give up. And so I like to use the Sphero robot as a way of, hey, whenever you're using this robot, it's not always going to be a hard, difficult experience. It can be fun and it can be engaging. And so I like to use it at the beginning of the year as a fun, like, this is the type of stuff we're going to be using. And then later I introduce kind of, you know, after they have fun with it and really get to experience it, I introduce kind of like the block coding portion and kind of introduce that to introduce computer science, you know, to my students. Mm. And then for STEM family nights, it's also one of my favorite tools. We created something called alien pop, which I, I think we might have an activity for it, but it's basically where we blow up balloons and use tape and tape the balloons on the wall. And the kids have to build a device around their spheral robots when they drive it to the wall it pops the balloons and this is a one of my favorite stem family nights it's a lot of like messy materials and building but the kids have so much fun and the most impressive thing is that the families have just as much fun. I've had parents like stealing away iPads from like <laughs> little kids trying to do the activity because they're wanting to do it and I've had parents like actually you know Build, doing the building challenges with the robots and like wanting to get involved. And so I think it's, yeah, not just only like a classroom resource, but also something for, you know, community and family engagement as well. That is so fun. And that's one of the cool things about Spiro is that their robotics can be used for all ages, right? So the littlest kids can just use the drive function and make their robot move and see how when you put in an input, it creates movement. And then they start with the block programming and learn some basic programming skills as they're getting older. And you can even actually do real coding, correct? Isn't that right? So you can get in there and get into the actual code as they get into high school and older. So that's one thing that was a negative to me when I was looking at different robots for my programs that I see some and I'd be like, oh, these would be great for like K through second. And then what do I do? I need a different kind of robot. And I just wanted to buy one. And Spiro is just so great at using those. And their app is really awesome too. There's so many activities on there that other educators have created and allowed others to use and just Spiro themselves have created some awesome resources for free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like, like you kind of mentioned, Sphero is definitely like all in one type of robot. Cause like for my after school programs that I used to run, I would go to four different middle schools in a week. So each day I'd go to a different school and I was traveling between, you know, all these different campuses and my STEM classroom was my car. And I had a little cart <laughs> that I would drag with me and I didn't have any room to store like big clunky robots. And so the Sphero robots, I could easily, easily take to each club, each campus and use them. And then again, for yet yeah, for grade levels, like you don't have to buy a separate robot for each grade level you're working with. You can just kind of buy one thing that does a lot of jobs. And especially with STEM toys and products being so expensive. I see a lot of teachers, you know, always asking, you know, if I have uh, only a couple hundred bucks, like what should I invest? In? And I think it's smarter to invest in something that can serve multiple purposes versus one device or toy that you might only be able to use in one or two situations. And then it kind of just collects dust there. Exactly. Yeah. And I love Love that it's not just used for coding that what you said like with the alien pop being able to incorporate an engineering design project with the robotics is really cool so I think I've done before like the chariot challenge where you mm -hmm. build a device that goes over your Spira robot 
that has to drag or pull a bunch of ping pong balls, race them to a finish line, which is really cool without them falling out. Have you done any other engineering design challenges with Sphero robots? Yeah, so we have done the alien pop, like like you mentioned, and then we've also done Sphero painting, which is a really Ooh. fun one. It's not really an engineering design challenge, but if anybody likes adding art into their stuff, we did that at one of our family nights and we basically just took like saran wrap and wrapped it around the Sphero and then you dip it in paint and we got this giant piece of butcher paper, um, wrote like the school's name on it and they, the kids throughout the night got to come by and like, paint the school mural using the Sphero robot. So that's another oh, really that's cool. fun way. And then I've also done water chariot races and so the Sphero Spark Plus and Bolt are actually waterproof. Um, mm. I wouldn't recommend like, you know, throwing it into the ocean. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> but if you have like, you know, a giant top or uh, like could use it in a pool, I'm sure. Do they float? Oh yeah, yes. But <laughs> I've done like, yeah, water chariots with the Spheros and that's fun, especially if you have like a summer camp and you're doing, or if you just want to like bring the kids outdoors, it's like another great way to kind of get them outside of the classroom. And that's another like awesome thing about Spheros. With a lot of technology, it's usually, you know, kids sitting in front of a screen all day, just typing away. And Spiro, even though it's technology, can kind of get them off the screen and into the real world and kind of engage more with other kids and, you know, <laughs> with the world and not just staring down at their cell phone or tablet. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's really helpful, I think, especially at this time when teachers are being required to keep their kids at a safe distance from each other and being outside is really helpful. Some classes are required to teach outside. So being able to use robotics outside is a really big deal. Are there any other ways that teachers can use Sphero Robotics with social distancing? Yeah, so another way, another thing to add on to that is that you can also, since they're waterproof, you can also, also like wash and sanitize them in between use. Mm. And so if you're having like kids share them, um, that's another like pro towards it being waterproof, but using it to social distance. It's usually when I use Sphero robots in the classroom, I'll have one kid be the programmer. And so they'll have the tablet and they'll be doing the code and they'll have another kid who is, you know, taking measurements of, you know, how far the Sphero needs to go. And they'll be the one to be, you know, touching it and in contact with it. And so you could even, you know, do the programming and have them work as partners and just have one in charge of the tablet one in charge of the Sphero and they don't even have to like come into contact with each other. And you, okay. you can still do that like six feet apart. So if you're definitely wanting to do social distancing with Sphero, I think it's like possible if you kind of, you know, divide up the work. Perfect. Yeah. So it's kind of intrinsically great for social distancing to use Sphero robots. That's awesome. Yeah. So we had another question that one of our followers on social media on Instagram asked was that when she uses Sphero robots, she has trouble in the classroom with Bluetooth issues, where if they have several robots, that they start connecting to each other's iPads, and it's really confusing to figure out, okay, which robot is which iPad connected to? Have you had any issues with that, and how do you overcome it? Yes, yes, I have some, have, I've had that issue happen at like a family night where people were putting like robots back in the box, and then the robot wasn't turning off, and they didn't know like whose was whose. And so with that, I would say that whenever you're connecting the Sphero robot to the tablet, it has a like number attached to it, like that comes up on the iPad. So you can always label the Spheros with that number. And so if a kid looks at their iPad and they're like, oh, I'm connected, because that's a new thing. About a year or two ago, they didn't have that. But now they'll have the Sphero robot labeled as like A0517. And then I would say, you know, get a little sticky dot, write it on the Sphero, put some tape over it. 
And so if kids are wanting to know like what robot they're connected to, then do it that way. And then another thing is that if you're using, you know, a bunch in your classroom at one time, don't have everyone like connect to their, the same robots in the one corner. So I would kind of do like a checkout process. Like I would, you know, whenever a group was done with their worksheet or with their, you know, drawing their design, then they would come up like group by group, get their robot and get their iPad and then take it to like one side of the classroom so that when they were connecting, because the Sphero connects to the iPad to proximity. So whatever Sphero closest, okay. they'll connect to you first. And so that's one way. And then you can also do the, where the Sphero chooses you method to where you can like, <laughs> Just click on, turn your iPad on, click on the first girl you see, see which one lights up in the box and then take, have the student take that one to the other side of the classroom. Oh, those are great. Yeah. Tips and tricks to, you know, getting around that if that does become an issue. Perfect. Well, is there anything else that you'd want to share about Sphero Robotics? Yeah, I would just say, I know there's a ton of different like STEM toys and uh, educational robots and just devices out there. And I would say you are new to STEM and you suddenly become the STEM teacher of your school and you're not really sure what to do, I would say Sphero is a great option to start out with because again, like we said earlier, like to start a STEM classroom, you don't need every single robot and computer board and device out there. You can just pick one and really focus on that and build your makerspace or STEM classroom around that device. I think Sphero is just so multifunctional that you can do that and you can also use it with multiple grade levels. And so I know a lot of STEM teachers don't just do like sixth grade, they do sixth, seventh and eighth grade. Or like, I know you, Claire, you teach kinder through, you know, sixth and seventh. And so instead of having, you know, a million different robots, you can just have one. And then also, if you're, you know, more experienced teacher, I would say Sphero is also a great way to, especially if your kids are experienced with programming, to not only advance that, but to also get them to add on the engineering design challenges. Because what I see with a lot of like robot brands out there is it's very like you build the robot, you code it, and that's the end of it. And with Sphero, you can do so many like extension activities. And especially with the Bolt, you can do LED matrix design and talk about and that can go into video game design. And so I think there's so many like extension activities that you can do to really enhance your STEM classroom in general. And then, yeah, if there's any educators that use Sphero and they really love it, I would highly recommend that they apply to the Sphero Hero program. Applications, I think, open in November and it's part of like many different like educator programs. And I think Sphero is one brand that's just so supportive of educators and they really take our input and thoughts into consideration and it's just been such a great opportunity that i would definitely like recommend to anybody to just apply and yeah check it out awesome well thanks aspen for sharing that we're definitely going to drop a link to that application as well as all the information about activities that you can do with Spiro down in the show notes so thanks aspen and we'll catch you another time yeah thanks for having me